Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today for the funeral of Chelsea FC. <laughs> Rest in piss. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, it's been a long time coming. I knew that none of those trophies meant anything. I knew that Bush style of play represented the Bush mentality of the club. No class, no dignity, no trophies, no money. <laughs> they can't even buy jerseys right now, man. Broke Boy FC talking about us. Please. But in all seriousness, Roman Abramovich's reign has come to an end. From 2003 to 2022, allegedly, he made Chelsea one of the most successful clubs in the world. But now all of those trophies mean nothing because they were bought with blood money and they were bought with corruption. The issue in Ukraine has now forced the UK and governments around the world to evaluate these Russian oligarchs, how they made their finances, their connection to Putin, and Abramovich has been basically blackballed from the UK for years prior to this, and now this was the nail in the coffin. You know, a lot of people are upset, Chelsea fans, you know, they never had nothing before Abramovich came, so I understand why they love him. And he changed sports ownership forever. When he put in his oil money and blood money and however he made it, when he put that into Chelsea and doped them up to be one of the best teams in the world illegally, it changed everything. Then the United Arab Emirates wanted to buy Manchester City. Qatar bought PSG. Recently, Saudi Arabia, Newcastle, and now there's rumors that another Saudi partnership group might ch uh, purchase Chelsea, and the UK's looking into that like, <laughs> all right now, we just had one oligarch, now you want to bring this in? What's going on? But it's interesting. Morals and business, has it ever mixed? How do all of these billionaires make their money? Abramovich is easy to point out because of his affiliations with the dictator. But hey, I don't know how Stan Kroenke makes his money. I mean, his wife is one of the heiress of the Walmart, you know, dynasty. I used to work at Walmart. <laughs> they don't let you have unions, man. <laughs> they don't treat the workers their best, uh, the best over there. So it's interesting to see the backlash going on and of course Chelsea fans have a right to defend their dictator they don't have anything without him you know I understand little kids younger people I'm 31 I understand little homies younger than me supporting Chelsea because they don't have any style and grace they don't understand the beautiful game they grew up in America so all they know is results business win 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 we don't care how ugly it is we win I understand that but I'm a lover of the beautiful game. I'm an Arsenal fan. I like passing. I like skill. I like technique. I don't just like counterattack 1-0 and that's it. I understand. But hey, there's different ways to play. There's different ways to win. But I'll tell you this. Chelsea, I knew they were a sketchy club from the beginning. You look up west side of London, that area, the racist history behind Chelsea, and you're a black man supporting that, <laughs> you're a geeker already. But let's read from our daily canon. Open your books, congregation, at chapter 1, verse 3 of the Gospel of Arson. 
and he stated in 2005 about Chelsea, they have enhancement of performances through financial resources which are limited. For me, it's kind of doping because it's not in any way linked to their resources. I'm going to read that once again, guys. They have enhancement of performances through financial resources which are unlimited. For me, it's kind of doping because it's not in any way linked to their resources. Because of this club and the influx of PSG City, we had to create financial fair play, or UEFA did. But it was they already had a head start. They already finessed the game. So everybody else is working from behind trying to catch up. And that is what made football in the situation it is today. Now look at Chelsea. I'll give them respect to this. They are the best run club when it comes to treating an organization as a soulless corporation. They don't have any emotions because they don't have any history. They don't have any concept of how to play the game. That's why all they like is pragmatic coaches. They take the soul out of style players and make them robots, like how they did guys like Willian. The loan system, brilliant idea, but it also geeks up the career of a lot of kids by just sending them on loan to low countries. They never really develop, and then you just sell them for top dollar and RIP and wherever you go. So it's interesting. I mean, hey... Was Chelsea arguably the best run club of the last 19 years? Yeah, but hey, in my personal history book, I don't see anything. I don't see any Premier League trophies, no Champions League trophies, no Club World Cups, no League Cups, no FA Cups. I don't see it. I don't even see a community shield in my personal history book. Whoa, what happened to it? Wow, all their trophies from 2003 to 2022. Oh, it has an asterisk. Oh, what's the asterisk say? Blood money. Oh, we can't accept that, y'all. I'm sorry. Hey, Chelsea, you guys had a nice run, but it's over. I don't care what happens. I don't care how many trophies you supposedly win. I didn't see it, and it never happened. <laughs> but in all seriousness, this issue is very interesting because now is every owner going to be checked double check triple check for how they make their money and their connections and affiliations because we know billionaires when you have that money when you have that you know that revenue you have influence you can talk to people you can be plugged in with people that you wouldn't be if you didn't have that money because a lot of times you're working hand in hand with politicians in your country to get deals done or where your business is. I mean, in the winter, the World Cup is going to be in Qatar. Have you ever read about what goes on over there? About the process to build these stadiums? The people that lost their lives for nothing? For entertainment? We're not going to bring that up. Or what about journalists that go and try to uncover the truth and are killed in the Middle East? Are we going to bring that up? I mean, where does it end, you know? So Abramovich is a lesson in, hey, sometimes you love a game, you put everything into it, but it was sketchy from the beginning, and now look, it's gone. It never happened. 
we'll see how this goes. We're going to follow the funeral of Chelsea because it's just getting started. We'll see who the next owner will be. Is it going to be Woody Johnson, the Jets owner, who has allegations of being a sexist and racist and he's plugged in with Donald Trump? <laughs> who knows? Is it going to be the people in Saudi Arabia? Who knows what they do? I don't know what their policies on human rights are. We don't know. We have to figure it out. But as of now, it's curtains on Chelsea and it's beautiful. But before I go, I have to say rest in peace to Scott Hall. Right now I'm wearing my NWOT. The legend left us physically uh, last night, but he's forever, man. If you watched wrestling, if you're a child of the 90s, man, I was born 1990. I feel like we got our swag from wrestling and rap. We love sports, of course. I loved Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson, Barry Sanders, all those guys. But you didn't get to hear them talk, really. You didn't really get to see their swag for the most part. Except for, like, Michael Jordan, you, he's wearing suits. When you're a kid, you don't want to dress like that. Like, Allen Iverson brought us that swag. But it was really wrestling, man. Razor Ramon <laughs> with his chains, with his vest, with his catchphrases, with his swag. Like, NWO, the click. The wolf pack, man, just bringing that culture because I remember watching the documentary on NWO and it talked about Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff had the idea of like a motorcycle gang. But Scott Hall and Kevin Nash had the idea of like death row records, man, banging the set. <laughs> like that was what rap was about at the time. It was like the label was the crew. That's the gang. You know, that's the stable. So. I love that, man. And then, of course, D-Generation Next. Later, another legendary click crew, you know. But, hey, Razor Ramon, forever, man. Bad times don't last. Bad guys do, man. Scott Hall, forever. Wolfpack, forever. Rest in peace, big dog. Outsiders, man, for life. This was an episode of The Last Dan. Chelsea, <laughs> you're finished. Dead club. It never happened.